This is Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, where we would like to welcome our special guest, Marcelle Bryant. Marcelle is a motivator, a teacher, an educator. She's hosted a TV show. She does public speaking. And she's got a lot of other things going on that we are happy to talk about. But first, we want to say welcome, Marcelle. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Seems like you are working on a lot. I don't even know where to begin. I know we talked about how to describe you a motivator. You're a motivator. What are you motivating people about? Just life in general, because life gets to all of us. So, you know, um, it's not something that requires a special job or anything. It's just when you see the person in the store and they're grumbling and they have a bad day and they just kind of speak to you or whatever. And and you have something positive to say because positivity spreads just like negativity. So if we do more of that, that's where, you know, we, we start to change things. And my grandmother was that way. And I just, as a teacher, that was the way I taught. And that just, now everybody, when I see them, they're like, oh, you always make me feel better. And I, I, I have to do those self-talks for myself, too. <laughs> but that's a great feeling, don't you think? You feel like you're on this planet to make life better for other people? Yes. Yes. And we all need to do that. <laughs> well, do you think perspective has a lot to do with it? If people look at life as a positive or a negative experience, your own perspective can have an impact? That is true. It does have an impact. I know um, on the days when sometimes when I'm not feeling my best or normally when people call me or they're talking to me and they'll go, what's wrong? And I'll say, oh, nothing. And they're like, no, I can hear it. You're not as cheerful as you normally are. Then that always makes me have that wake up call like, "Uh oh, OK, let me let me get my spirit together. Let me, you know, do a little self-talk for me. Because, you know, it is, it is perspective how you see life. It's how you, you, what you put out is what you give back. What inspires you, Marshall Bryant? What helps lift your spirits? What lifts my spirit is, well, naturally when I see other people happy. Um, it took me a long time to understand that when everybody's not happy because somebody else is happy. Um, and when family or friends or anyone, they're doing something and it's great. And just when, you know, deep down inside, somebody else is happy. That makes me happy. Um, also, uh, just, I have just this intrinsic motivation to learn more. So the more I learn and I motivate myself, I I always want to share that with other people. So I love to share as well. How did you get to this place in your life? Are you born this way or a lot of us uh, struggle and uh, learn the lessons from that? How did you get to be uh, in this place now? Some of it, I do think uh, I was born this way a little bit, but of course, nobody comes here knowing everything. Um, Some of it by example, the examples we see in our environment. So some things I saw I did not like and I wanted to change. Um, some was my grandmother. She was a very positive person. Um, some was, you know, when you have to do that self-reflection on yourself and you have to say, take accountability for self and say, well, wait a minute, if I want to be here or if I want to get to this point, what do I need to do? So that means that I had to learn different perspectives and I had to learn how to deal with different people 
and realize that sometimes what to accept as me being accountable for me and what to accept as this is the way someone else is and maybe their level of growth has not gotten them there, so don't internalize it. That is a very good point uh, to remember. And how much of, of, of who you are and what you do and what you're trying to put out in the world, and we've got a, a lot to talk about, how much of that is leading by example, do you think? Well, a lot is, is leading by example because a lot of times we do things we don't even realize people are watching. And, and that's why, our, you, you know, that's where the accountability comes from, where we have to do the um the self-check because the first thing when i wake up in the morning i'm dealing with me right so i have to be accountable what kind of day do i think i deserve what type of day do i want to project not only for me but also other people as well and realize you know um the, the one thing i used to say when i was younger is okay if i'm having a bad day that's my bad day nobody else deserves to be inflicted with my bad day But then I had to realize, well, wait just a minute. Why am I claiming a bad day anyways? So it's kind of like just turning those things around. And when you turn those things around, the people say, well, wait a minute. You seem like you always have it together. You seem like you can figure it out. And that's when you explain to people, well, it's about your perspective. It's no easier for me than it is for anyone else. I Actually, I, I'm the youngest of seven, and one of my siblings actually thought things were coming to me easier than it ever came to anybody else in the family. And hmm. I said, no, that's not true. It's how you're looking at it. So you think that uh, having a positive uh, a view of things and, and maybe the energy you put out there is bringing things to you? It's not that it's easier, but you're trying harder to be positive and look for the best? Yes, I do. I think when, you, when you're positive, when you look for the best, sometimes you have to go back and you have to even do things again. You know, uh, if, if I keep telling myself I can't, if I keep telling myself it won't happen, of course, that's what's going to happen. But if I keep telling myself I will, if I keep looking for those opportunities where I can make it happen, it will happen. So you've got a class coming up about positive manifestation. Can you tell us about that? Yes, it is an eight-week course on positive manifestation. And um, at first... <laughs> I didn't just say, oh, I'm going to just teach this class. This was one of those things where someone came to me and said, will you teach a class? And at first I said, I don't know. (laughs) And then someone else asked, and I said, I thought about it, and I said, okay. And I I kind of took the perspective of, well, if people are asking me and I'm doing something and I'm trying to explain, then that means there's an element that others they're missing or they want to know and if I can help them let me let me dig deep and and come up with a curriculum and that's what I did can you give us some preview of what you'll be talking about well we will be talking about the first day of exactly what is manifestation what is uh intention and unintentional manifestation And and it goes along you know um those that are spiritual because I'm a spiritual person and uh, very religious, um, those things are in the Bible. As a man thinketh, uh, right 
the vision and make it plain. Those that believe, well, the universe gives you what you what you put out. So we'll be talking about that the first day, about how you even, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, put things out and you get what you put out based on that vibration. We'll be talking about uh, blocks and stress, how you may have a subconscious block and you don't realize that something that you have unresolved maybe from your youth or stress from work or just uh, negative self-talk that's blocking you or you're going back to the problem and you're not focusing on what you want. We'll also be talking about um, things mind over matter when it comes to sickness. How do you speak positively to yourself? And we'll be doing experiments, for example, with rice water, speaking positively to water and how the elements of water, just like within ourselves, they give off a reaction. If you speak positively, the water will smell sweet. If you speak negatively, then the water becomes uh, a dark, funny, cloudy color. So we'll be doing that in some grounding work, uh, balancing peacocks <laughs> to center ourselves and learn how to focus. Balancing peacocks? Peacock feathers. Oh, I had never heard of that. How does that work? <laughs> Well, it's a grounding technique, and you can either balance it in the palm of your hand or on the tip of your finger because sometimes people say, oh, I can't focus or I can't meditate. Meditation is just like prayer. And, you know, just kind of tuning in and focusing and just blocking out the outside. Well, sometimes people have a hard time doing that, but once you learn how to focus, and that's what the peacock feather will do when you look in the eye, uh, the round part of the feather, if you're focusing there, it will stay balanced. If you're not focused, it's going to fall over. <laughs> Sounds like a great technique. And what I think I'm hearing you say is basically you get what you look for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you brought up something that I don't know how I've been this far into the this journey and not had really thought about much, and I keep hearing about it lately, about unresolved from your youth. Those issues can really sneak up on you. And I don't think it's something a lot of people talk about, but you plan to address that in your class? Yes, I do. And unresolved issues from your youth uh, is something that is very important. And this is something that I personally dealt with myself. I dealt with it when um, my daughter was born. Um, she was about three months old, and I looked at her in her bassinet, and she's a pretty baby, and all of a sudden, I, I started crying, and I prayed, and I said, I don't want my baby to hurt like I hurt. How do I protect her? So at that point, I realized, wait a minute. If I'm feeling like this, this is something unresolved that I have not gotten over, and I hadn't gotten over uh, things from my environment, being bullied, or constantly you are going to school and you're trying to make strides in the world, but because other people around you are not, maybe not doing those things, they're telling you, they're saying negative things to you, or they're making fun of you because you're not cool, or you're not doing uh, the norm. You know, so those particular things were things that I had to go back and I had to deal with those unresolved issues, come up with affirmations, and then think to myself, if I was that 
young girl again, if I was that young woman again at that age that I felt that way, what would I say differently to her to empower her? How would I walk away from the situation, not giving away my power and not blaming, but where I could walk away and feel good and not either feel guilty, ashamed, or like I'm not worthy? So when you talk about this class you're going to teach about positive manifestation, are you talking about manifesting feelings or are you talking about manifesting relationships or a job or income or all of the above? All of the above. Because that's the thing with manifestation. When we, when we think about something, we only, a lot of times we think about the physical, physical things we want. We want the car, we want the house, we want the money, but also we want peace. We want peace of mind. We want good communication. How do we get that? So we have to focus on what we want to be. And then those things resonate and they are attracted to us because that's what we're putting out being that energy. So that's what we're going to focus on as well. Not just on the material world because, you know, material things, that's really kind of, you know, that that's really not the essence of who we are. And that doesn't make us happy because you can get a, a car or a house and then still not be happy. So how can people take this class or find out more about it? Well, they can uh, go online, um, Mind, Body, Spirit. Uh, it's in the classified ad. Also on the Facebook uh, for Sixth Sensation in Westland, where the class will be held. It will be held in Sixth Sensation Shop, um, and it will start January the 5th. Good way to kick off a new decade. Oh, yes. I love, I love starting off the new year with a new focus and new perspective. <laughs> We're talking to Marshall Bryant here on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. And another thing that I uh, have read that you're into is self-love. And I think self-love is so important. Can you talk to us about that a bit? Yes, self-love. Uh, and, and it took me, this is something for my own um, growth and understanding as well. Looking for love, you know, whether it be in relationship, whether it be looking for it, in family, because they come from a large family, but sometimes the dynamics within family or just friends or things, we're looking for it, but we don't realize that we have to be it first. And it has to come with from within. And when you feel it from within, when you're loving on yourself from within and self-acceptance, those voids in that emptiness, you have less of that. And then you also either are not just giving, overly giving out of guilt or just because it feels good to give, but it doesn't feel good to have that balance, you know, or of accepting back. For a long time, uh, I love to give. I was a give. I'm a giver. But for some reason, I had to deal with why do I feel guilty if somebody gives me a compliment? Why do I feel guilty and I would always be quick to say, oh, no, no, I don't need it. I don't want it. Why, why is that? So those are the type of things that when you're dealing with self-love, you have to look at self and you have to evaluate and have a balance and understand, am I loving me enough? 
balances everything, uh, I think, and everything that you're even talking about in this conversation. Yes, it is. And loving yourself and uh, knowing that you can count on yourself and not necessarily anybody else. Do you take it to that extreme? Well, when you love yourself enough, if, if, if it gets to that point where, you know, I'm okay, where I'm okay with just me, you know, that is true. Because sometimes when, you know, people, they're quick, whether it's in relationship, they want to bounce from relationship to relationship, and they don't give themselves time to heal. So it's kind of like, well, why don't you feel you're enough? Why don't mm. you think, you know, so right. those are the type of things that you have to, because you're not, you're not going to find who you are in anybody else. Right, <laughs> right. That is a very good point to make. And then you also had hosted a TV show, Empowered Living. Tell us about that. Well, Empowered Living was created from a teacher's perspective. Um, I, when I was younger, the funny part is when I was younger, I used to run home after school every, every day and watch Oprah Winfrey at 4 o'clock. And that was something that I could write very well, and I'm an English major, and I thought, ooh, one day I might, ooh, I would love to have a TV show. But then I was like, no, I'm too shy. So I went on, and I was the teacher and never thought anything else of it. But one day I got stirred up because we had uh, stick-outs as teachers, and we were going on strike. And I did not like something that was said all over the world in the news, and they were saying, well, those teachers just need to get back in the classroom. They only care about the, their paychecks. They don't care. And I said, who are they to say that we don't care? So I created it from a teacher's perspective to show these are the things that we care about. These are the things that we do. We do connect in the community. We do a lot of things. And a lot of times we have to find the resources for our students. So I got myself and a group of teachers together and we created the show Empowered Living and it was a show about positivity but also bringing people in the community that were doing positive things and sharing their story but also how they connect to the community and children to help make it better. I also saw a quote of yours where you say it's your community you don't need permission to change it. What what did you mean by that? Well people think well I'm just this person living in my community I'm not this big name person or I don't have enough money. And it's almost like looking for someone else to validate you that you can get out there and do what you need to do. And it's, it, it's, not, it's, it's not that hard. It's very simple. If you live in your neighborhood and you see something needs changing, you work with the people around you and you don't need permission. Even if you are the only one standing up, Guess what? You are the one that is taking a chance to make something better for yourself, your community, and the next generation. So you alone can make a difference. You alone can make a difference. One, one pebble can make a ripple in a big body of water. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. And are you working on a documentary? Do I understand that correctly? Yes, I am. I am working um, on a documentary. Uh, it is a community-based piece. Uh, almost finished. I just talked to my technical guy today. We are finishing up the last, last bits of editing and, and getting it out there. And it is about 
activism and just what we're talking about, how you, one person, can make a change. And when and where can we expect to see that? Or are you still in the distribution part? Still in the distribution part. And what about a book? I'm thinking Marcelle Bryant's got at least one book in her. <laughs> Buddy, you should say that. Okay. I have so many projects going on. Um, people, <laughs> I've been talking about this book for so long. I have a, a book. It's called The Covenant of Living in Power. It is not on the shelves yet. I am in the final editing stage of that. Um, you know, as you're working on things, sometimes you have to slow down and you have to start. And and it has, it's been times when I thought, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm getting ready. And then, you know, something else has happened. But I'm finally there at that stage where we're finally in the final edit. And uh, it should, everything should be coming out in 2020. And what does living empowered mean to you? What do you want to share with people listening right now? Living empowered means it is putting your best forward and your best intention forward to live the kind of life that you want, live the kind of life that you would like to share with people to make the world better. Uh, We don't have to sit and wait for somebody to empower us. We can live intentionally in a way where we can put empowerment out and put a footprint in the sand for the next generation and make our mark in the world that we did something positive. We did something great. And our intention was to be of great power. So I hear you saying you're all about positivity and I know you're about motivation. What do you think? I mean, these are some great things that people should strive for. But what do you think really motivates people to look at life like this and make these necessary changes to live a more positive life? Well, sometimes when people are just honestly, when they're just tired, when they're tired and they just want to change. Um, and that's sometimes when I have conversations with people, that's what I hear. I just want to change. I just I'm tired of this. I want something different. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, where do you go from there? Picking up the pieces and making those changes. And then, you know, some people are naturally, you know, they're happier than other people, but you have constantly have to keep them motivated and like, okay, don't lower your energy, you know, based on your surroundings. And that's what a lot of children face when they grow up in urban areas or you know, in inner cities, sometimes everybody around there, they don't always know how to get out. So sometimes that creates a mind frame that's not always positive. And then you kind of have this one, you know, little quirky kid and everybody wants to beat up on them like, no, we don't do that. You know, so it's kind of like, how do you change? Why, why, why is that wrong? You know, why is being vulnerable wrong? Why is accepting your feelings wrong? So These are the things that we need to change in society and change these stigmas, you know. So you're teaching a class and you had a TV show and you're doing a documentary and you're writing a book. But I'm thinking about even like you said, even one of your siblings said, Marshall, this comes easy for you. So if someone's listening right now and they they don't have a lot of money and they uh, don't have a great supportive family, what can you say to them? I mean, let's get to the core. What can you say to motivate them to tell them that they can have the life that they deserve? Even if 
if you come from an environment where you don't have a lot of money, uh, you don't have the most positive people around you, you can constantly buy, if you think of something and it comes to your mind that this is something that you want to do, one thing is you might not be able to share it with everybody, but write it down and every day work at that goal. Also, in your environment, if you're not always around positive people, there's enough positive information out there. Sometimes you have to connect uh, with things that you read, and that is very important, listening to things. So finding it, if it's on the Internet, if it's in books, if it's on social media, and that's the other thing. Social media is one way that people get caught up and not staying motivated. If your page is full of negative things and gossip, um, there's no way you're going to keep inspired. You're going to just filter your body with the negativity. So be careful of who you are friending and, and getting information because those filters fill us up with either positives or negatives. If your page is full of negative things, you might want to change that. Find positive quotes. Start with a positive quote. Positive music. All of that is energy that will give you the inspiration to do positive things, create positive things, stay in a positive mind frame. Sometimes you have to have a positive theme. I have a positive theme song every year. Sometimes it changes from year to year. What's your theme but song? I will get a mantra. A theme song is when some when a song comes out and it's positive. I will, it, it, when I'm stuck or if I'm feeling like I'm in a bad place, I will play that song over and over in my head. I will do whatever I need to do to get myself to a positive place rather than staying stuck or repeating negative patterns or negative things that people have said and it's playing over and over in my head. Sometimes another technique I will share, when you're thinking negatively or something negative comes to you, count backwards from four, four three, two, one. That automatically shifts that negative thought and then put something positive there. And be aware and of who you are surrounding yourself with. They say that you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. So it sounds like you're saying if you spend a lot of time with negative people who are getting into trouble, that is not going to help you lead a more positive, uh, better life. Absolutely. My grandmother used to tell me, show me the company you keep and I'll tell you who you are. Ooh, that's, I, I love your grandma. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> that, say that again. Say that one more time. She would say, show me the company you keep and I will tell you who you are. And if somebody says, well, that's easy for you to say, and I don't have any money and nobody loves me and they're feeling sorry for themselves, give us one last shot of motivation. Well, it's not about the money. Because money is energy. If you tell yourself you are fulfilled, I have everything that I need, I am worthy. Keep telling yourself you are worthy. You will connect with the right people, but you will only connect with what you are tra attracting. So if you are attracting negativity because you are thinking negative or you're putting yourself in a position where you are not elevating yourself to be positive because your like attracts like. As a man thinketh, so is he. 
So it all begins with your thoughts. Okay, one more time. If you want to connect and meet Marshall and, and be inspired, tell us about the class one last time. The class is called um, Life Skills of Positive Manifestation. It is at 6th Sensation Shop in Westland, Michigan. All right, Marshall Bryan, I'm giving you a big Body, Mind, Spirit radio hug. I am uh, moved by everything you had to offer, and hopefully uh, you will continue to make a positive difference in the world. And thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Thank you.